Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. All right, let's talk about what's going on at the NUS uh, Engineering School because it is phenomenal. Uh, tomorrow is their Engineering Virtual Open House Day, and they are going to show people a lot of things uh, that they've been working on there. And one of them is Singapore's very own Mars rover. Oh, gosh, no way. How cool, right? <laughs> in little old, in our little red dot right here. Yes. Uh, let's get. Let's bring on now uh, Pranati Rajagopal, who's a second-year electrical engineering student, the project manager of the NUS rover team, and Anushka Bhutani, a second-year mechanical engineering student at NUS as well. Ladies, good morning. I'm so happy to have you on Money FM Weekend Mornings. Good morning. Morning. It's nice to meet you both. Yeah. How are you guys doing today? We're good. We're doing great. Oh, good. Sunday morning, yeah. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, me too. Sunday morning. I get it. Yeah, usually you probably wouldn't be awake, right? Your students, you'd be maybe sleeping in a little bit on Sunday mornings. I get that. I get that. But thanks, Not for, that, yes. thanks for being with us. Hey, um, Pranati, let's start with you since you're kind of heading up the Mars rover thing. Tell us about your rover. Is that it behind you? Um, okay, so this is actually a smaller scale prototype, uh, which our seniors help us build. Mm-hmm. So our club was established in 2019. Okay. And yeah, so this is our prototype, which basically you know shows like the basic capabilities that our rover is capable of. And we are currently building a much larger prototype that comes to the lab, so we couldn't bring her down, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so this is what we're expecting to build over the next like you know one or two years. So tell us about this. Is it is it ready to go now? I mean, could you if if you had a rocket, could you lift off, blast it up to Mars, and it'd be ready to rock? Or what else do you have to do on it? Okay, so um, I think it's quite far from that. So, you know, you had to consider a lot of things. Um, this predominantly is, we're assuming that we're already on Mars or like a Mars-like surrounding. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it can, um, it has its own science lab, which can conduct experiments and, you know, collect rock, rock and soil samples, analyze them, send it back to the base station. So if, assuming we were on Mars already, I think it could possibly work. Yeah. But if you have to actually send up on a rocket, you have a lot more tests to conduct and, you know, uh, dynamics to take in, into account, you know, like landing the rover is a huge task in itself. Of course. Of course. And Anushka, mm-hmm. did you watch, uh, did you watch the, the recent landing uh, just last week, week and a half uh, from NASA on yep, Mars? Yep, we did. Yeah. And yeah, definitely. Did. I mean, it was 4 a.m. in the morning here, but I was up and it was incredibly exciting. I mean, I've been counting down to it and it was definitely one of the highlights of my week or month. Like yeah. my family just, they just couldn't understand. They're like, okay, I mean, Mars is far off. It's landing there. And I was like, you don't understand. This is like, it's so amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, just yesterday we received like, it collected its first samples and then seeing the first footage coming in, all of it's been like, just amazing. Yeah. Yeah, Anushka, tell us uh, what uh, what you've been working on. Have you been working on a specific element of the NUS Mars rover? Um, yeah, so like the engineering team leads, so I sort of like coordinate all the different engineering teams oh. and work in the middle. And it, um, also, I'm on the chassis team. So chassis is sort of like the body of the rover. So what you see like behind here, the frame, and it's sort of like what integrates all the components. So that's what I mostly have been working on. Hmm. Yeah. Hey, ladies, I'm just really curious, you know, I mean, ladies in STEM is something that I'm really passionate about. My daughter um, went to coding classes since she was young. Mm. Um, and I'm just curious mm-hmm. to know, like, what, what kind of skills do you think are necessary for today's youth that they should pick up or they should be aware of if they want to be like new ladies? 
I think for us, like what drives us is our passions. If you love STEM and if you love science, then um, the skills come to you automatically because you like seek them out. So that's definitely something. Yeah, coding, I think, is like taking over. It's becoming an almost essential. Like as a mechanical engineer, I didn't expect that my first class would be like a coding class, but that's I guess the world we live in today. Um, yeah, frankly, that's true. That's true. So considering STEM, you know, like how Nushka said. Picking up the skills just naturally comes to you, mm-hmm. and that's something we advocate at the Rover team as well. So, you know, if you don't know something, reach out to your seniors, reach out to us. We're out there to help you, or like you know, just Google it. Everything is out there. You see, you'll eventually get it. <laughs> Indeed. We're talking with Pranati Rajagopal and Anushka Bhutani. Both are second-year electrical engineering students at NUS, and they are working on the NUS rover, Mars rover team. And I guess it could go elsewhere other than Mars probably, right, ladies? I mean, I think interplanetary rovers, they're so complex and so specialized. So, like, we looked a little bit into, like, lunar rovers earlier, and it's almost like the electronics, the cameras, everything has to be, like, adapted to that planet's environment. Yeah. So, like, Mars, like the gravity out there is different. The sort of electronics that would work, work there are different. The atmosphere is different. But, yeah, the basic principles stay the same. And yeah. I think the aim to, like, explore or learn more about that planet. Yeah. And for those, for those of our friends who are listening on the radio and not on Facebook Live, there you guys are in the engineering um, uh, room right now, classroom right now, studio, and you've got the rover behind you, four black wheels, a white kind of modular body. It looks like there's some red. What's the red part that I'm seeing in the middle, the center part of the body? Uh, what is that, uh, Pranati? Um, oh, this is the main switch to get the rover started. started. And these and are just, these are just the the joints holding the aluminum extrusions in place. So basically, fastening the chassis. Also, it's a six-wheel rocker bogey, so that's, I think, characteristic of most Mars rovers these days. Um, you know, they've seen, like, you know, curiosity, opportunity. So it basically helps the rover stay stable on Mars because, you know, it's a rocky terrain and you have to navigate through, like, obstacles and huge rocks and whatnot. So, yeah. Is it possible? Yeah. Can, can you bring it close? Can one of you bring it closer to your camera? Can you pick it up or is it too heavy? Or I think un- I've moved the... Okay. <laughs> uh, uh. Can't move? <laughs> okay. All right. Because we can see it, but we can't see it in close detail. But oh, it, it looks really. cool. Wow. I'd like to have one. Yeah. I was going to say, it looks like my kids <laughs> would love sitting on it. <laughs> I, I, I love your point, yeah, Sean, about, about women, in, women in STEM, though, right? This yeah. is so important. And, and Oh, yeah, there we go. Thanks. I, I bet Joe is probably helping you. Thanks, Joe. Joe Heavily there in the comms department. Yeah, that looks really interesting. Now, they're doing a close-up for those of you on the radio. They're doing a close-up. And point, can you maybe point to one or two of the areas and tell us what they are? Sure. So, like, what you see here, the wheels, and that's what we call the mobility system. It makes the rover mobile. Mm-hmm. And this one, this one is called the rocker bogey. So, like, what Pranthi mentioned, like, the Curiosity rover. And this rover is based off um, New Spirit. Mm. So, like, the one way back to that. So, rocker bogey is what helps it move. And what's special about it, I guess, is that it can move over, like, obstacles that are nearly as tall as the rover. Mm. Which is pretty important when you're on Mars, you don't want your rover getting stuck just because there's like a rock that was bigger than it. Yeah, so that's how to move over the rover. And this is the mass cam. Um, so it's basically where all, like the cameras go, and like the images will be taken down by the for example, or by the mass camera. And other than that, 
Um, I think there is a robotic arm on it usually, but it's not on at the moment. The robotic arm has to like pick up rock samples and things. And yeah. Well, wow, ladies, I'm just I'm just so impressed. You know, when you talk, you you are so passionate about it. And just now, you said that with passion, the skills follow. So I really just want to follow up on that passion. Like, where did the passion come from? Was it that you were exposed to something when you were younger? Was it just people talking about going to Mars as a as a dream, but then became something really concrete in your mind? Like, share with us more. Mm, for sure. So, I mean, for me, at least as a child, you know, everyone wants to be an astronaut. So it definitely started from there. And that eventually led to an interest in astronomy, stargazing, astrophotography recently. But I think what like defined you know, my interest in space exploration was this movie called Hidden Figures. Mm, and it's basically about three African-American women who worked at NASA back in the day. Back it's in, like, such oh, a gosh, great movie. I love that movie. Yeah, like they did all the math, is, mathematical yeah. calculations, yeah. right, that yep, made it possible yep. to bring uh, the spacecraft home. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, carry on. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I think it had an extremely powerful narrative. And yes, it did discuss like, you know, social issues as well. But at the core of it, it was about three women playing a pivotal role in like NASA's early missions. And that, I think that was just really inspiring, which got me motivated to do something similar too. For me, I think it's just a, def- a general interest in the natural sciences. I, I just love science and I know, love knowing how different things work, why things are the way they are. So, like, uh, be it biology, chemistry, physics, like, um, I like all of them, and engineering, of course. Mm. Um, and I think rovers in particular. So, um, I was really interested in robotics and, like, just the idea of, like, how complex the mechanism is and, like, how many different parts it has, but they all come together towards a single task. And then when I joined the rover team, I just, yeah, became obsessed with rovers and everything about them. Oh, wow. oh, ladies, this is great. <laughs> Panati uh, Rajagopal and uh, Anushka Bhutani from NUS's electrical engineering department. And, and ladies, my wife was an electrical engineer major oh, a, few, okay. a few years ago. And uh, when you when you look at your cohort around you, are there are there a lot of uh, female students there, or is it? My perception is it might be more male dominated. But are there a lot of women? Well, it's definitely better now than it was in the past, for mm-hmm. sure. You definitely see a lot more like women around but of course it, it differs from like you know one engineering major to the next mm. perhaps you know i would still say maybe mechanical is a lot more male dominated i think Anushka can agree with that yeah mm. but you know like, like environmental engineering chemical you see a lot more women coming up so i mean i don't know why this disparity exists but i sure do hope that you know more women and girls out there are not afraid to take up like electric, you know, not electrical, like engineering majors in general. <laughs> yeah, so like I'm in mechanical engineering and definitely uh, we don't see too many girls around. Like usually like we have tutorial groups, which are maybe like 15 students and you'll have like one or two girls in there. But I think that's what makes it all the more important to like stick around and be there so the girls in the future like have more people. And um, for me, I had like amazing female science teachers yeah. and just like looking up to them is what like I was like, if they can do it, then why not? That is so important. I think you know, I can a, attest a, to that. Yeah, a good teacher like role model is so yeah. important in any subject. And um, one of our uh, Facebook Live uh, friends, Diane, is in Chicago in the U.S. And she says, this is fascinating. Your passion and energy about the project is so evident. And it really is, isn't it, Sean? It is. Like, I mean, look at their They're smiling so vague and they're talking <laughs> about technical terms as if I would talk about the food that I love to eat. <laughs> 
<laughs> indeed, indeed. What's uh, lady? What's your next step for this project? Um, I, I know that you were going to be looking for some funding. Uh, anybody out there that's got a few extra bucks and you want to uh, mm-hmm. uh, help these young ladies achieve their goal of getting this thing uh, into outer space? But wh- what's the next level for you guys uh, in terms of development of this project? So actually, just yesterday we finished. Um, like we take part in something called the University Rover Challenge which is a competition hosted by the Mars Society. And they have teams from all over the world coming in with rovers. Wow. And that's what we gear our rovers towards to participating in that competition. So our milestone, um, it's called a systems acceptance review. So basically a video of a working rover was yesterday. Wow. So we just, yeah, the past week's just been us in the lab trying to get the rover working. And yeah, so the next step, we hope that we'll be able to qualify for the competition. And I think, like you mentioned, we're looking out for sponsors who can help us yeah, achieve that goal. Yep, for sure. So, so far we've had NUS Engineering immensely support us mm. in terms of, you know, like facilities or even funding, especially like the electrical, mechanical and school of computing. Yeah. And so now we're like, you know, looking at the next stage. So we really appreciate if we have sponsors out there who could, you know, either approach us with in-kind sponsorships or mm. product sponsorships, because we do require quite a few specialized uh, components for the rover. And yeah, we hope we can get that. Very cool. And, and uh, if I can just ask, I think one more question, and, and that is around when you look at putting this project together and, and you're, you, you know, you're going forward with these different competitions, um, what, is, what are the other students that, that you're up against? What, are they, what do their projects look like? I, I, do you feel like you're on a similar level with them or a higher level? How, how do you compare when you look at what other kids are doing, other students are doing? I shouldn't say kids. That is a really good question, actually. So thank you for that. Okay, so if we look at, you know, Singapore's scene, I, I, I already see a lot of students with so much potential, especially like in the recent uh, competition by SSTL, the Singapore Space Challenge. We had a lot of like, you know, JC and Poly students coming in with their fantastic ideas for Lunar Rover. And in that, I, I, would, I would assume we're on a similar level. But, you know, international competitions, we look at other teams, veteran teams who've been around for like almost decades at this point. Mm-hmm. So we know a few teams from India as well as the U.S. who've been around for like 11, 12 years at this point. Mm-hmm. And of course, they have, they have like the support from their alumni, like, you know, knowledge has been passed down. And they're perhaps at a better standing than we are, but that is not stopping us in any way because we are a young team. We are only like two years old this year. But yeah, we are we are determined to like keep pushing and keep dreaming. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. Like my friend said, I think like we've come a long way over the past two years because our last year was like our first attempt at building a rover, but we still have a long way to go. And a lot of these things come with experience. I think like no one knows how to build an entire rover on their own. Mm-hmm. So firstly, you need like a team. Everyone b- brings in like one component of knowledge. Like, I mean, even if you like put in one bolt, then you did something critical towards building the rover. Mm-hmm. So we're slowly like building up our talent pool and we have a long way to go. But also I think in the past two years, the fact that we've been able to like put together a rover in itself, yeah, it's taken a lot of work, wow. a lot of learning. Oh. Hey, ladies, I, I need you to make a promise to me, and I'm going to ask. I'm going to say. I'm going to ask you right now. Will you Will you make the following promise? Say yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this moment where they're oh, like, oh. <laughs> lesson number one in life, never promise something you don't know what the promise is going to be. Anyway, okay, I'm messing with you. The promise is that when you guys finally blast this thing off into space, that you let Money FM be the official broadcast partner for your liftoff 
for the Mars, your Mars That's rover so going into space. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, uh, Pranati uh, Rajagopal and Anushka Bhutani, uh, two second-year NUS electrical engineering students. Uh, ladies, thank you so much. Happy International Women's Day. You guys are doing, uh, doing women all over the world proud and students especially. Thanks for being with us today. Thank you, ladies. Thank you so much for having us. You're welcome. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.